Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to We're Offended, You're Offended. I'm Kim. This is Tyler, and it is hump day, bitches. Brown chicken. Wow, wow. Hope everyone's had a fantastic oh, week so far. Ah. Ah. Ian Miles Chong, you son of a bitch. Oh. Fuck. Okay. Ugh. I didn't want to show you guys that. Anyway, I don't know what's up with him. Hope everyone's had a fantastic week so far. To everybody who is returning here, hi, welcome back. Anyone who is new, hi, hello, welcome. Thank you for taking the time out of your day to come sit with us and listen to the craziness going on in the world today. While you're here, don't forget to hit that little subscribe button right down below us. All right, so let's talk about, so today is International Propaganda Day. Or I think as it's more officially known, International Journalism Day. Okay. So so we're going to talk about, is the free press truly free? And I am seeing stories of, of members of parliament, of people that are apologetic or sympathetic to the government's bidding and and nowadays it's easier it's easier also to find the right information it's also very easy to find wrong information and and i think there's a fundamental difference between someone being incorrect and someone lying those are two fundamentally separate things someone can just have the wrong information or not enough in order to give a holistic Oh fuck! I just bit my tongue. A holistic, <laughs> a holistic perspective on, say, a, a particular topic. Now, does that disqualify them from having a opinion? Yes and no. So you can have someone that says, "Well, I don't know every single bit of the detail." Just like I don't know everything about climate. I'm not a climatologist. I'm not a, um, a meteorologist. I, I am none of those things. But I can listen to people that are giving information and infer or at least be able to understand a concept and then extrapolate upon that. To which I would then go to an expert and say, well, does this correlate to, to the models or anything that we're seeing? They can either say yay or nay, or if they were honest, would would potentially go, it's an interesting perspective. I don't know. So, we're, we're, well, all right, but that as, as kind of an aside, but so we're going to talk about is the free press truly free? So, well, I, I really, that's that's about it. This will probably be maybe a bit of a shorter episode today. But uh, we do have a bunch of stuff that's going on in the backgrounds that we're, we're kind of dealing with, trying to juggle all things at the same time. And unfortunately, well, when, you're, when your mental health kind of takes a beating, you got to step back. So, but I welcome, thank you for everyone that's tuning in. But let's, uh, let's get the show on the road, shall we? So I wanted to talk about this story 
quickly before we get into into the big into into the the title. Do you see that thing that happened in Russia with uh, with reports that Ukraine tried to assassinate Putin? <laughs> no. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm a little I'm a little skeptical. So for anyone that hasn't seen that hasn't seen the video, it's oddly in perfect frame of the Kremlin, and this this drone flies over the building and then gets shot down right there, explodes and then falls off the building. Okay. Seems to me it seems a little suspicious, and of course the first casualty in war is the truth, a la our title. Because who are you supposed to trust in these situations? Who are you supposed to trust when third party, when you are getting things? No, don't don't trust us. That that that's the last thing. I, anyone that says, believe me, I know everything. I trust me. Don't go anywhere else. We'll tell you the facts. We'll give you everything you need to know. I I have a real hard time believing those people. Like, look at look no further than CNN. When when these leaked documents came out or texts of Tucker Carlson saying that that he was saying racist things where he was saying that as white people is this how we fight weird how they had they left that in but what he was talking about was it was like Antifa it was one Antifa guy and one like counter protester or three counter protesters are beating the shit out of this Antifa guy and he had said, in fact, I can, I can pull up uh, the, the exact quote. Whoops, no, don't, don't tweet at Tucker Carlson. Don't do that. Don't do that. You want so, to tweet him? No, pr- preferably not. Okay, what's but, up? But when you have people that are, oh, TikTok, why, are you, why, why, why is TikTok starting? Fuck off, piece of shit. But when you have when you have news articles that are selectively editing, and this is where I get to the idea, uh, is, is someone being wrong or the in, intentionally misleading you? And I think intentionally misleading. When we have in, individuals like CNN that are reporting on this Tucker Carlson story and saying that, you know, leaked comments about his racist text messages. No, what he actually said was, I hate the, I hated that in a moment. I I was rooting for the people to beat the fuck out of this guy. He said, I hated that. I hated that I was reveling in the idea of someone else being victimized, regard or someone else being attacked, someone else being potentially killed. And he says, that's not how we solve problems. That no. is someone's child. That is someone someone would miss this person and love them. No matter how fucked up they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and the and the fact that CNN again runs with the headline "racist uh, text message leaks by Tucker Carlson," and then all these other con- or videos that are coming out are all deep fakes, totally made up, not real. Like it is almost like the the due diligence due diligence is now so much on the individual because you can't trust the government, at least I personally can't. If you do, I would seriously question your your mental faculties. <laughs> do, 
anyone lockstep. How does the expression go? Believe half of what you hear and even less of what you, or you believe half of what you see and even less of what you hear. Yeah. So it, it's, and, and in fact, um, to, to kind of build on top of this, I've seen this thing from uh, Ed Krasenstein, you know, the Krasenstein brothers. If you don't know who they are, they claimed their claim to fame was uh, a Ponzi scheme. That's their nice. claim to fame. So, <laughs> so okay. Their moral compass shows how fucking ethical these people are. And the, the, the liberals are really interesting in, in how they frame this. They say the things that you would agree with. We think these institutions are corrupt. We think these are problems. We find issues here. You know, a, a direct example would be in New York, there was this deranged individual who was assaulting people, yelling at people, throwing things at people, hurting people, okay? Now, there has been well-documented precedents that these police are under no obligation to give up their life defending you. No obligation, okay? Now, operating under that, a citizen, a, a I believe he was a retired Marine, went to this individual choked him the fuck out and the guy kept fighting and unfortunately this person didn't just didn't make it okay what was the story that was done for this white person murders black unarmed black man white person murders black man on a subway because how they leave sorry no i was just gonna say because that's the most irrelevant factor not man killed another man and this is what happened or whatever like give those details it always has to go back to the color of the skin no that's not where it has to go back to it always has to start yeah. with the color of their skin first that's and then the narrative well exactly because if it's one way then it's okay well now we're going to be justified and people are going to be outraged because it was white man who killed a black man but the funny thing is normally when it's the other way around white against white or black kills white or other ethnicity kills white or whatever. You don't normally hear that. You don't normally hear. Yeah. All right. Well, it, it's in the, well, it. it's in the, uh, the Kim dictionary. <laughs> but so, so this, this is the type of spin and by reading the headline, I think really tells you the story they are trying to weave here because when they say black man killed by white guy, Okay, so that's what they want to push. But when it's um, individual attacks, blah, well, everyone knows what you're saying. You will never say the race of the person mm -hmm. if they are the perpetrator. You will never, okay, I, I will never say never. Never say never. Okay, quote it. <laughs> but it, it is exceedingly rare to see minority assaults other minority you, you it's you very rarely will you see that what you will see is majority assault minority you will see that that will be the fucking headline yeah so cnn who is the least watched the least enjoyed of of the major news broadcasters at 473,000 viewers and we're supposed to take them seriously they're less than fucking. I don't know what's the what's that made up 
the one that on the the, the makeup stories, National Enquirer. Yeah, yeah. Is that the one? That, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they have more fucking listeners, more viewers, more readers than CNN. That's kind of sad. I I wonder something. Um, now. I've never been to, I mean, other than on vacation, I've never been to another country. And even when I was on vacation, I wasn't reading their newspaper. So I'm kind of curious to know if I were, say, to go to India or to Africa, okay, if Mm -hmm. you would see in their paper, Indian man killed white man or white man killed African-American man, like in Africa. Like I would be really curious to know if they're so focused on the race of the individual as it is with, um, as it is in North America. And yes, thank you. Lux unique. Also the onion news. Thank you. (laughs) Or the Babylon Bee. And I get they're Mm -hmm. they're like a right leaning Christian kind of group, but okay. So I, I I just, I just, Quickly search this. This is from Amsterdam News. Okay. African man kills white man. That is what I searched. White man kills two African Americans at Kentucky supermarket. This isn't Amsterdam news. Unless there's an Amsterdam, Kentucky. Let's, you know what? Let's, let's make sure. (laughs) Kentucky. Weird. There's no Amsterdam, Kentucky. So then why is Amsterdam news? Amsterdam talking about Kentucky. I don't know. That's weird. Because the U.S., unfortunately, for everyone that fucking hates the U.S., and I see this analogy, or it's not an analogy, but this kind of uh, this self-own, the people that bitch and moan and hate the, 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 you know, we see it in Canada. We very much see it in Canada, how people hate Canada. They hate what it's about. They hate all the racism. They hate all the homophobia, the fucking whatever is and full of everything else. They hate Canada so fucking much, but they can't leave. That's how good it is in North America. That is how privileged you are to live in a country with excess wealth. You hate it so much, but yet you won't leave. Shows how empty your arguments are. This is why, like, when people say Canada is fucking racist, Canada, I hate Canada, da-da-da, then leave. Why would anyone be, why would you live in it? why would you be in a relationship with someone if they beat the fuck out of you, if they put cigarettes out on your arms, if they slap you up and throw you down the fucking stairs, if they, if they name call you, fucking mentally torture you, why the fuck would you stay? Because you love it. Because it is so fucking sadistic. Good. You love it. No, I don't. I don't mean that they love. They love the abuse. But oh well, this person makes multi-million dollars. I get to go on trips whenever I want. I get to go on the yacht. I don't have to work. All I have to wait for is there are for these old fucks to die. But I, I, I'm obviously taking it to a an extreme position. But people are fabricating. They're making up that Canada is fundamentally racist because you can't fly a pride flag. It means you want trans people dead. Oh, so frustrating. Well, and the thing is, it's not even like if it's that racist and that bad. Why? Why don't you leave? It's also why are you coming here? 
Like when Trudeau stood up there during the, the the freedom convoy, I don't like to keep talking about it because I feel like we've talked about it so much that it's just, I don't want to talk about it anymore. But during that point, like he was calling people or the, the truckers, a bunch of racist, misogynist, this, that, da, 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 da. And it's like, okay, then why would people want to come here? If I were to know that if I were to go to say India and I'm going to get stoned because I'm white. As soon as I get off the thing, because everyone's going to be attacking me and coming at me because I'm white. Why the fuck would I move there? That's not a place I would go to for sanctuary. And that's, that's what I don't understand. So when we see things like the CBC, Oh, and, and to, to real bury this fucking lead, the CBC actively pressured Twitter to censor speech critical of the CBC. So is the free press really free when the government arm that is supposed to give you information to inform you actively seeks to undermine discourse, dissent as a government funded institution where they say that it's, oh, well, we have journalistic independence by who? Who? who decides it's not through merit it's not through work ethic it's not through accuracy in reporting it's whether you spout the government's talking points and the government decides in canada whether you are are a credited journalist or a reporter they decide of course from up high interesting little definitely sounds free to me i think you know like sorry go ahead no go no i was just gonna say like i i think if someone were to come up to me and be like hey we saw your podcast we're gonna offer you uh two hundred thousand dollars uh a year to to do your podcast you know we'll we'll uh you know, we'll get you going and stuff like that. But you can't talk about this. You can only talk about these type of things. As much as the money would sound tempting, that would be at one point where I would really have to question my morals because I personally would not as much as that money sitting there. And I'm like, fuck, I could really use that money. We could really use that money. Do you really want to work in a place where you can't actually tell the news we're called we're offended you're offended for a reason we were booted off youtube for a reason because we talk about the shit nobody else dares to talk about we talk about the stuff everybody gets we we talk about the stuff that a lot of people get canceled for or don't want to speak up i wouldn't want to change that for any amount of money personally so i don't really know how a lot of these reporters and people who work for the quote unquote free press can actually uh sleep at night. Well you had you had um <laughs> defund CBC, yes, Alice. <laughs> I, and I and I very much hold that because nobody watches this. Welcome CBC. back. The government with with funding, with pushing this Bill C eleven through, which if you if you're reading the article if you're or, or not reading the article, if you're reading the legislation, it's whatever the government deems unsavory to Canada. So 
So you can be a Canadian content creator speaking about Canadian news or Canadian points of interest. And if the government views your your coverage as inappropriate, they can remove it. Do you hear how psychotic that is? Because their big push was, well, we want to promote Canadian content. Weird. Viva Fry is Canadian. Mind you, he's in America now because he said, where I see this going, I see the writing on the wall. And trust me, I am very much in the same fucking boat. I've seen the writing on the wall during COVID. Oh, yeah, he wants out. I've seen it. I am a student of history. I've seen what was going on. Where where neighbor was so fast to turn on neighbor and the government from up high with its bullhorn being the CBC, Global, CTV, and all these other organizations said, turn on your neighbor, appease the government. And family. No one, no one said why. The basic fucking question. Why? I'm trying to find the unmute button. I'm like, God damn it. (laughs) Well, they didn't have to ask why, because they told you if you want your freedoms back, you got to do this. So they just, you know, they lined up. Okay, let's do this shit. I'm going to fucking, you know, I'm going to tattle on Sally Joe over there and Billy Bob over there because apparently I'm American. And, uh, (laughs) you know, so because I want my freedoms back and I can understand that. I really can. When somebody is dangling something in front of you that you want back so desperately bad, I can 100 percent. Oh, thank you, Alice. Oh, that's so sweet. She just donated five dollars oh, to shit. us. Oh, I feel like I need to like Mom, flash you Mom, or something. <laughs> Thank you. You're our first out. donation. Thank you. <laughs> um, but I totally forgot where I was going with that. But the thing is, like, when they're dangling that in front of you. I mean, it's, it's, I can understand how tempting that would be because people are scared and people want their lives back, but nobody stopped to actually think things through and sit there and go, if roles are reversed, would I want this done to me? Is this right? Look, look no further than the, the PSAC. They were so quick to vilify, to villainize, to demonize the freedom convoy. And I, the funny thing is, my morals fucking withstood the test of time. I said I have no problem with the people in Ottawa, what they are protesting. Because what happened with that? It was obfuscate, well, it was deny, obfuscate, and then minimize until it was, you could not deny it anymore. Did the news finally report on it? But what did they do even with that? They villainized, they demonized those people. And I've said, those people that, that went to Ottawa in order to protest, hey, you know what? That, that is what you do. That is how you do it. Because when people no longer have a voice, a la the, the BLM riots, as the media seem to portray it, when you take out someone's voice, they don't go away. When you remove them from society, they don't go away. Now they get sent into the recesses of you know, uh, of these organizations that are now seeking to to alter means 
or alter outcomes through a particular means, typically through violence. So civil disobedience, peaceful protest is good. It's inconvenient. Yeah, it fucking sucks. But where my morals didn't change, I said for the Freedom Convoy, I do not support the blockades because that damages the message. What does that do? The person that's working at the grocery store goes, we don't have anything. Well, you know what, Kim, don't don't come in to work today. Well, why not? We don't have nothing's coming across the border. So those people don't go, oh, well, gee, shucks, golly, gee, that's sure unfortunate. They go, those fucking protesters, those fucking truckers. Now I can't pay my bills because of them. Exactly. That's what happened. That turned to a lot of animosity towards the truckers. And a lot of people, they thought that the people who were protesting in Ottawa that were the Freedom Convoy were also the same people that were at the border, which was not the same. Um, So 100%, like ruining somebody's... The the thing is, the, the truckers were there to protest getting their freedoms back, being able to work again. Why for would everyone for everyone, for everyone, they said it wasn't like, oh, only white people get it. Only truckers. No, they said end the mandates and not mm-hmm. no asterisks, no caveats and the mandates. And that's very different than what the PSAC is actually fucking doing. Yes. And why? Why on earth? Like and, and the thing is, like, I knew there wasn't something right with that because I'm like, OK, well, if they're wanting to go back to work in this, not why would they block other people from working they wouldn't do that and that's when i found out it was a completely different thing right it was a whatever so that's the thing i can understand why people were angry at them because you know they were being told that there was the same the same people but it wasn't yeah no it, it wasn't but you see that same the same arguments and this this is again do we have a free press well as your as your example well, if you were given $200,000, say, from the liberal government, they say, hey, you know what? We like what we like the, the reporting that you're doing about these topics. Do, we, you should look at doing that more. That will help you more. Um, would you not have some type of conflict of interest? Now, I, I can understand where things get a little wishy-washy. Things get a little funny. I would rather I would rather be supported by individuals. I would rather that we're doing a good job. We're giving information. I know this this episode's a little off the cuff, but I would rather that because then you are beholden to someone else. You are beholden to somebody else's whims when you have sponsors come forward. I would rather work with people that I I enjoy their products. I want to use, I already use their stuff. I would rather that than some fucking, you know, Kamikoto knives, which are just garbage the entire time. But you, you sure seen it. Remember everyone? Remember seeing all those Kamikoto knives? Remember all those? Remember the fucking, uh, uh, what was it? The Scottish titles or whatever? No. All a scam. All a scam. I don't remember that. Yeah, the. The title where you got like one square foot of land in like Ireland. Oh, or shit. yes. Fake, fake scam. Where you Hold get like knighted or yeah. yeah, you're either not knighted, yeah. but you become a lord or a lady. Lord. Yeah. All oh, right, right. Total scam. That sucks. So 
you are now beholden to those places and you see just how fast i remember i can't remember the guy who actually exposed it but he did a deep dive into it and he's, it's it's all fake it's all a scam it's all out of china they it's basically just a money uh, a money generating thing you know well, they don't actually plant they actually don't own anything in scotland or ireland or wherever the fuck it was oh, it's a good thing i never wanted to be a lady uh-huh. <laughs> I wanted to get any. <laughs> Speaking of segue, did you see? Um, did you actually watch that? I, I didn't actually watch it. Did you actually watch the video I sent you by the Hodge twins about the new yep. transgender statue in oh. Denmark? Oh, I, I, hold on. okay, refresh my memory on it. Uh, look in the show map. So, <laughs> yes. So in, um, <laughs> oh, I can't wait to show you guys this picture. Anyway. Yes. Hmm. yes. So constructed in 2001 is a self-portrait by Ask, whatever, ASCII, whatever, um, is depicted with exposed male genitalia and breasts to which is holding and feeding a baby. Are you, are you guys ready for this shit? Bam. Like, come the fuck on. Okay, the funny thing is, homeboy's even got a man bun. Yeah, he's he's a total... <laughs> got, got a man a bun. douchebag. Yeah. Whoever, whoever has a man bun, I'm pretty sure you pee sitting down, and you like to hold your wife <laughs> first when she goes with her boyfriend to the fucking mall. And normally I'm videotape sure. them. But anyway... So apparently the facility was originally founded in 1982 to educate the public about women's history. This was a women's history museum, guys. But in 2021, it was renamed to reflect a shift in focus toward topics of gender and sexuality. Another woman's thing that went straight down the pooper. Yeah, yeah. And and this I feel like I need a dick to be a woman these days. Just saying. And that. And that is what's happening. So when you see, uh, you know, as we uh, had talked about, like in Ontario, where they said only government, like government, municipal, federal flags, that's it. They didn't say everything but pride flags, everything but, ev- the, the, you know, throw it up. I don't know, the fucking flying spaghetti monster. No, they said all non-government, municipal or federal flags are banned. But what did the left attack? They said, well, they're trying to erase people. You see, I've seen people come out and saying that how this is actually being portrayed is that we, we fly flags to show solidarity. Since when? Since when do you replace your flag with another country's flag? When? Uh, never. Well, if- the the famous uh, image of those of those uh, American soldiers lifting the flag in Berlin. What did that show? Did that show solidarity with the U.S.? No, it means that they conquered. The flag comes up yeah. after. That's what happened. It- it shows that this is conquered land. Well, yeah, it's That's literally what that means. it's literally like the game you used to play as kids where you'd run up on a hill with your red flag, blue flag, whatever. Whoever got to the hill first and planted their flag, that's who conquered the hill. 
You know, it's, it's the same type of, same type of idea right there. So that, and unfortunately that is what we tend to see the response. So the Overton window is slammed so far to the left. And an analogy that I heard for, for Tucker Carlson that was quite, uh, quite amazing was CNN told you what you can talk about or what you can think. Uh, Fox News said how you can speak, and Tucker Carlson was actually able to give counterpoints to those arguments. Yes. And that's all he did. Remember the January 6th thing? Everyone said it was, you know, it was it was an insurrection. Oh, they were blowing up the fucking building. They, they tried to gun everyone down. Okay. Well, what about this video? Like that's that's really all you need is someone to say, I don't think so. Well, <laughs> I think we can pull it back. And that, but that is t- where I tend to go, because everyone says there's a genocide happening on trans people. Uh, every single news article pictures or video. Show single, me. Show me. I, and, and, and I've said if there are if there are actual calls for transgender people to be fucking lined up against the wall and gunned down. Uh, you will in North America. I will champion. Well, yeah, we're talking North America, yeah. Middle East. They're, yeah, they're they're going to do that there regardless. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, because you got to watch what you say, right? Because someone will be like, "Well, here, I, I, no, we're talking North America." I'm uh, yes, I'm talking Canada centric, North America centric, not some backwater shithole third world garbage place in Africa, where they stone people for being gay. Hey, do I have a problem with that? Yeah. Yeah, I fucking do. Crazy position I hold, right? What? (laughs) (laughs) You don't want them all dead? No. But but just leave our kids alone. But if if you dare try and push the Overton window back to center, you're called racist, xenophobic, homophobic. In fact, most people just don't give a fuck. They just don't care. Yeah. They don't care. You do you, I'll do me. And how about let's just like meet in the middle and say, let's just leave the kids alone. Okay. Okay. You yeah. do your weird shit in the bedroom. That's cool. That's cool. I don't want to hear about it. I don't really care. And uh just don't be telling my kids about it. I I don't even want to hear about your heterosex. How about how about that for homophobia? I don't want to hear what you get up to. <laughs> I just don't want to. Yeah. And I, I kids seen- don't need to hear it either. Was it from, I think it was from Frank Rodriguez, uh, the um, uh, one of the people from Gays Against Groomers is school shouldn't be the most sexually um, explicit place for children. Right. There right. Was something to that effect. Now, don't don't. It wasn't verbatim. Yeah. But, yeah. No, I, I get what you're saying, but that, but that's the thing too, that like, that's why I said, you do you, I'll do me. Let's meet in the middle and say, let's leave the kids out because I, that's exactly it. I'm not just saying I don't want my kids to hear about your gay sex. No, that's not it at all. They don't need to be learning about this kind of sex shit, period, at the age that they are. I I would push back a bit and say when a teacher is actively showing it. Yeah. When a teacher is is pushing that, when they have, you know, I I, I had also seen someone said uh, a teacher had come in or a substitute teacher had come in and, you know, this mix, it's mixed. Smith or whatever 
and one of the students had said, according to this, to this, um, what what I was reading was, why do you need to tell us about your sexual preferences for kids? So, you know, but it was it was dumbfounding. Yes, I remember a time when, if you know, we had there were some kids that. They had grandparents. They didn't have parents. Their parents yeah. weren't raising them. It was grandparents. Yeah. And they would and, and and if anyone asked the teacher, well, why doesn't Johnny have it? Where's where's Johnny's parents? The teacher would go, Some kids are raised by grandparents. Leave it at that. That's it. Some some children have two mommies. Some parents have two daddies. Leave it at that. You want more information? Yeah. Go ask your parents at home. Not my fucking place. Exactly. But now we have two teachers that actively go and say I need to come out to my children, my, to my students. Oh, I know. I need to reveal my sexual identity to them. The, the, and if you dare speak out about it, you are considered hateful. Yep. The amount of saying, leave the kids alone. TikTok videos that you see of teachers that are literally talking about these things and having meltdowns because they want to tell their students this and parents are saying no. And they're saying, I don't give a fuck what the parents want. I'm doing it. It's insane. Like it's, it's actually kind of horrifying to be honest. And yes, Alice, it's sexist for grownups. <laughs> the thing is there's a very fine line, not, not a fine line. There's a very big difference between learning sex ed in school being having safe sex, learning about your internal organs, stuff like that, all those kind of health classes that we've all gone through and what the teachers are trying to push now. And then when you have something like the the don't say gay bill, which doesn't even say anything about that in there. And I hate calling it that because it's bullshit. But anyway, when there it's literally a bill that's telling you not to talk about sexual things with kids from five to eight years old, that's all. How is this a bad thing? And teachers are having a fucking conniption about it. Well, what? So I'm not supposed to tell them I went out with my my girlfriend today or my husband or whatever same sex it is or opposite sex or whatever it may be. My dog. I don't know. Whatever. But like, is, is that is that part cares? of the curriculum? Yeah. Is that part of the curriculum? No, no. But but again, with with tying this back to the, the free press. Well, you had the free press. The all over Canada, all over North America, saying if anyone speaks out against COVID, they should be deplatformed. They should be fined for misinformation. Well, but what's misinformation? Because, like, as I as I said on 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 the outset, was whose information? You could just be wrong. I see a lot of reporters who intentionally, and and I guess this was the point that I was making before with like Ed Krasenstein or Brian Krasenstein, is they say a lot of things that I more I more or less agree with, where they say, "Hey, we have a problem with with housing," and I think most of us, we agree about ninety percent. We agree that, "Hey, things are getting too expensive. Hey, housing is becoming unaffordable. Hey, I'm having trouble just paying for my necessities." Hey, I don't have meaningful employment. Hey, I want to grow up or I want my children to grow up in a place where they there isn't a concern of them being gunned down or being raped or being assaulted or whatever. Unacceptable. Right? <laughs> we agree about 90% of that. But it's the last 10% where we go, well, how do we get to that solution? Yeah. And social media has actively played a role 
in now amplifying our disagreements. Because there are people that I have conversations online, very meaningful. And I, and I honestly, I think about them. I think about the exchanges that, that we've had and it, form, it reshapes my opinion. I can still understand. I can still hold my position. In fact, I had an exchange with someone that they said they, they suffer from general anxiety. And I said, I, I understand. I, I don't experience it personally, but I know you do. So it's kind of one of those, yes, I don't want, I don't want other people to live with this debilitating thing. Well, but what, what triggers anxiety? What really does? It's the fear of things getting out of control, right? Too many things and you feel hopeless, powerless in order to stop them. Exactly. And like we, we had had a conversation actually, um, in regards to that, because I'm an open book. I have, it's no shame. I suffer from anxiety myself. And there have been times, recent times where literally even going to the store has been a a trigger, I guess you could call it. And we had had a conversation. I know, right? Fucking snowflake. (laughs) 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 But like, we had a conversation. He's like, just like, why? He's like, what, what are you becoming a recluse? You just don't like being around people anymore. Like what the fuck is wrong with you? And, uh, I'm just like, no, it has absolutely nothing to do with that. It starts with one tiny little thing, little, little tiny little thing. I got to go get some milk. Then I got to go get some milk turns into, okay, I got to get milk. All right, cool. Can't just go into the store and get it. It's do I have enough money in my bank account? Okay. Is there enough money in there to get the milk? Yes. Okay. Well, I should probably get two milk. Okay. Do I have enough money for that? What else do I need to buy? Do I have enough gas to get back and forth to work? Do I need to get anything else before I get paid again? What else do I need to put out? Do the dogs have their pills? Do they have enough food? Oh, fuck. And then you're thinking of all of these things and it all starts going crazy when you're just like, oh my God. And you just end up having this really big anxiety attack when literally it's not as simple as just I'm just going to go get some milk. I got five bucks here right here. It's cool. Well, no. And I, right. But okay. So, but so the, I guess the, the, the original point, and I want to, I want to make sure that I, I hammer this home. So I'm, I'm sorry that I keep going back to it, but I, I think me and Kim are more or less defected liberals, but we didn't leave the left. The left left us. Yeah. We are very much in favor of a lot of these policies. And I've said openly, I don't hide my political uh, leanings. I don't hide who uh, who I am. I don't hide those type of things because I find it disingenuous. I have my bias. I have my political perspective. I don't trust government at all. In fact, most of the time, I don't trust fucking anyone. That's kind of my default position, especially people who get to decide the, the who wins and loses in the world. So a lot of the times, I believe, and I, I, I like... In my heart, I believe what Justin Trudeau is saying. I believe what, you know, similar things to like what Joe Biden says. I don't think people should live in, in, in poverty, in squalor. I agree. But where we separate is, then why do you allow multinational corporations dictate policy who actually shuts down innovation and actually creating creating prosperity? Why would you actively suppress that? That is where the split happens. Why would you why would you now have a free press 
that is directly controlled by the government. You cannot be free when you are under regulation of the government. And I, and I did see, like, well, you have to offend people. I think it was, was it, uh, I think it was Norm MacDonald that he said, um, no, no, sorry, it was Jordan Peterson said that in order to actually push conversations to have disagreements, you have to be willing in order to offend. That's how you actually communicate. Uh, fuck, look, I'm sure today George Carlin would be seen as alt-right. That's what I find fucking ridiculous. That guy was anti-government, he, and he said very similar things. So as we see with the, Brian, the, the Krasenstein fucking brothers, they say a lot of things that I, I would agree with. But they, right, they, they say, in fact, I had just seen a tweet from them where they said, you know what, Republicans and, and, and Democrats are, are, are screwing us over, are screwing the system, are, are all this type of shit. I think they actually took that from Tucker Carlson. <laughs> they have a genuine fucking thought. Because that's what, that is what Tucker Carlson said. He said, it feels like a uniparty system. Yeah. Where no matter whether you vote red or blue, doesn't matter who. That's what no. it feels like. Yeah. So, I hey yeah I agree. It does feel like the system is being, you know, played against us. And then what happens? They go, well, but the Republicans are bad. weren't you weren't you just saying Republicans and Democrats are kind of like as you know as a blanket like they're all evil and and they want to screw you over. And then you go, Republicans are bad. They want to gun down kids. They want to kill people. Conservatives are evil because they want to tear down every fucking gay person in the world and throw them back into a cage. Yeah. But, but didn't, didn't you just, what was that about? Oh, I'm sorry. That, that was, I was just placating, just trying to, you know, yeah, you know what? We can agree on that. So vote Democrat. Like, I think, um, I think Michael Malice had, had put like, I think people in, in Western society, they grow up like default liberal. You know, the kind of bleeding heart. They don't want to see people hurt. I don't think most people want to see people hurt. But when you are actually hurting people by the policies that are being pushed forward, who are you actually supporting? In fact, I'm with what's going on in Alberta. I would not be surprised if there was a huge shift, a, as, they, as they're calling it, the Great Migration, where... Left is left places are or like liberal places are only becoming more liberal. Conservative places are only becoming more conservative. That is kind of what social media has allowed and has amplified. So, what are you looking at, fuckface? Can you can you see my jaw dropping and what the fuck look on my face? Okay, so. I don't know if I can hold on get it on here so Alice Beebe had sent a link in our uh, live chat here and I happened to click on it and then insert jaw drop here never click the link never click. <laughs> I, don't, I don't trust any of you people <laughs> although I will say the 13 of you thank you for coming thanks 16. for uh sitting here there's 16 now 16 i'm Hi. 13 oh hello welcome subscribe Hit that rumble button. <laughs> yeah 
<laughs> or uh, you're going to get a gender affirming care surgery. <laughs> on top or bottom? It's Pick up one. to you. It's up to you. Either thumbs up or thumbs down. <laughs> thumbs down means you want a bottom surgery. Thumbs up means you want a top surgery. And we all know we all want top surgeries. Who doesn't want boobs? I'm just saying. <laughs> but anyway, so the link that I clicked on. I did put it in the show map for you to click on it as well. Click the link. So it's right here. I haven't obviously had a chance to listen to the video yet, but it shows here from the Campaign Life Coalition. Mom demands Catholic school board in Ontario answer why nine-year-old students play penis and vagina game in health class. Um, she made her presentation while in Waterloo Catholic School District Board meeting May 1st. Then if you scroll down here from the Campaign Life Coalition, it said the teacher selects two students, two sexual words as assigned by the teacher like penis and vagina. The student pair then stands in front of the class, repeating the assigned word one after another. The loser is the student who laughs first. Will you stop sexual indoctrination of children uh calistillo asked the trustees calistillo first brought the matter forward to the principal in september of 2022 she still has not received right, a okay. response all right so okay so that's fucked up a nine-year-old and and this this is these are the same schools that are telling parents to shut up sit down you're not in control you know we we have the degrees here you're a public servant. Let's let's get that first thing. Let's get that out of the way first. But <laughs> how did the media portray this? Insane mother, insane parents, assault, scream, fucking deranged, protest, attack, board members. That is how the media portrays it. Yeah. So your default, and 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 I've I've talked about this before. The idea of like the anchoring fallacy. I don't know if it's actually a fallacy or if it's a fallacy, but the anchoring fallacy has to do with when you get information first, that becomes your anchor point. Now, every new piece of information has to move that anchor. You will default back to that position. You cannot, it's very hard. It takes a long time for someone when they have, well, you know, Pierre Polyev is fucking evil. He's evil. He wants to. He wants gay people to be thrown in prison. He wants to bring us back to the suffrage movement. But does he? Because he he's actually saying, "Hey, let's lower taxes. Hey, let's unleash the Canadian economy on the world. Let's become the most wealthy, the most free." But then your anchor point is still well. But he wants gay people dead. I don't he just keeps attacking that. uselessness. But that, that is your anchor point. So now, in order to now shift that anchor, you have to be overwhelmed with information and you now have to face the most dreaded thing of all. I was wrong. I would love, absolutely love, to hear some of those politicians actually say those words. I was wrong. Even, even Pierre, like... Imagine. Oh my God! Could you imagine if Justin Trudeau said, "We we fucked up. I was trying to do what I thought was best for everyone. This is why we locked down." Even if he said that, even though I'm sure a lot of people would push back and say, "Well, it's actually because you got millions of dollars 
from kickbacks from Pfizer and Moderna and, you, you know, all the stocks that you bought into those manufacturing companies. But to hear someone say, I made a mistake, that does not make you weak. That actually makes you strong. Mm -hmm. Honestly, like I would have a lot more respect for Justin Castro if he did that. I might actually stop calling him Castro. I might be like, you know what? Yeah. That's the most honest thing I've ever heard you say in the entire time you've been a politician. Okay. Like people, people in the comments, what, what would your opinion be? Honestly, if you had a politician, if you had Teresa Tam or you had any of these people that were in control at, during the pandemic and they said, we really fucked up. We made a huge mistake. What what would what would would that kind of not maybe not win you guys over, but would you go, all right, they got an, at least they have integrity or 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 something. I don't know if I would use the word integrity, but it shows that they're they're at least aware. And I think that is a big problem that we do have in in politics in Canada with these types of things. You can't be wrong. And I and I've called it the I've called it mission creep. So you know, the two weeks to flatten the curve turns into one month, turns into lockdowns, turns into you're not allowed to leave the home. You're not allowed to do this. Well, if you do this, then you get this back. If you do this, well, then, you know, then we'll finally get back to, oh, but that doesn't solve the issue. So now we need to go further. We need to go further. That's that's how I kind of view it. It's mission creep. It's not. It's not just, hey, we don't become a country of mandates, as Justin Trudeau said to then now take that position. And if he said, you know what? It was a mistake. I was wrong. I'm not, I'm not all knowing. I'm not omnipotent. I bleed the same fucking red you oh, do. Oh man. But, but I had to Kevin Hart you. You said a word. I uh, don't know. Omnipotent. Like all knowing. <laughs> 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 to any of our audio viewers out there, when I whatever I make the comment that I had to Kevin Hart. Yeah. Oh shit, they couldn't hear me. My mic wasn't on there. You're Damn it. I forgot I don't have a microphone on that scene. Okay. Everything. Everything. Basically, okay, I can't read it verbatim now, but basically to any of our audio listeners out there, which was what I was trying to say, um, it's a picture of Kevin Hart saying, you're throwing too many big words at me, and because I don't know them, I'm going to treat them as disrespect. That's what I was trying to say. <laughs> so I, I want to know what, I, I do see some comments. Thank you, everyone. But what would that, would that actually win, not win you over, but would that help lessen it? You know, hey, we were just, we we were trying to save people's lives. And did we overstep? Yeah, we made some mistakes. Yeah. And you know what? In the future, uh, we're, we're looking at implementing things where, you know, we, hey, we're going to correct. Because it, it is one thing to make a mistake. You know, just as like a, if you have, a, a, say, an abusive friend, abusive boyfriend or girlfriend, it's not, it's not that they apologize. It's very easy to say that. I'm sorry. What do you do next? These are the steps we are going to take in order to prevent this from happening in the future. We are going to ensure that blah, 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 blah is done. 
So it, it, well, it would be something like that. Well, and that's exactly what um, one of our listeners, Dat Mofo, said. He says, okay, he would give him points for honesty, but how are you going to make it right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, like like for me, those two years where I've seen Canadians all too willing because they just followed the news, if you dared speak out. And it, and again, it's one thing if someone said, hey, if you take silver iodide, in fact, this was the, the constant thing I was saying. If someone's out there saying you take silver iodine and you shove it up your ass and help stops so you get uh, you won't get COVID, obviously they're fucking crazy. Oh, like if shit. it's something outlandish, if you take beeswax and you rub your your ears with it, it'll prevent you from getting COVID. Oh, where uh, do I get I beeswax? Don't so. I don't <laughs> think so. Right? Where do I get it? I'm on it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So, what what do you do with that? Like, okay, we're not we're not talking about that. We're not talking about the fringes. We're talking about people that are just trying to get through the day, trying to do the best that they can, you know, leave the world better than they found it. And then they have a government that goes, if you if you do anything against the government, we will imprison you. And this is why I hate when you fucking say how they were giving things back. You do not give rights back. But what we are now seeing with the PSAC, as I was stating before, they're doing the same thing. And on one side, it is, it's empowering. It's showing how, how we need to hold the government to account. But it's when it's on the other side, it's villainous, it's treasonous. They're trying to overthrow a duly elected government, all these types of things. And the, the media lapped that up and pushed it yep. where the media was actively working. We have the fucking the messages from Global News working with Marco Mendocino. Pushing, trying to get in front of a story. Trying to create the narrative, trying to construct a narrative. So I think people are, are, are at an all-time low. of They're not interested in state-sponsored, and this is a big issue that I see in the states, CNN, CBS, CBC, or C, um, MSNBC, or even Fox for that matter. What is the issue that people are saying? You're paid off by the government. You're, you're disingenuous. You're not giving the information. You're giving spin. You're giving fucking, you're giving yeah. the narrative. That's the same thing that we're seeing here. So when you have independent journalists like Rebel News being thrown out, being assaulted by Justin Trudeau and his fucking thugs, regardless of your opinions on Rebel News, if they are rebel rousers, if they are, you know, disingenuous reporters, okay, then what's on the other side? You say they're evil and they're going, well, here's another perspective. Yeah. When you have Kean Bexley being thrown out of uh, Rachel Notley's uh, press gallery for asking a question, what are you going to do for Alberta? And she goes, only approved media and gets him arrested and thrown out. Yeah. Oh, but but we stand up for for, you know, for the free press. Free paid for by government. Yes. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> And I, and I do want to say, for anyone that doesn't know, the journalist was a private group of about 400 journalists, and they all shared 
story. A literal echo chamber. It was a it was a Google group. That's what this was. Seriously? 400 journalists. This a literal echo chamber. They just shared stories amongst themselves. So if I wrote a story and I would go, you know, Kim jumps over a fence. <laughs> well, You'd have to be this big. What? <laughs> what? Okay. So Tyler Media posts this story. Kim jumps over a fence. Well, now, now, Matt Media goes, according to Tyler Media, Kim jumped over a fence. And then when you go, actually, no, I didn't, they go, well, our, our source is Tyler Media. So we're using them as a source. Therefore, it happened. That oh. is the type of stuff that happens. They, they, it, this is when I say it's a human fucking centipede. It is a human fucking centipede. They feed on their own refuse and spin up a story. One person says, well, Kim jumped over a fence. Well, would, would, can you believe Kim jumped over a 10-foot fence? Oh, can you believe Kim jumped over a barbed wire fence while trying to save puppies from a burning house? Like, Ooh. where the fuck? And the I initial see story that, is, there was a, there, there was a, like a, a chain fence, and she stepped over it because she was playing Frisbee with the dogs. <laughs> like, it was a chain uh, fence for a mouse that was this high. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I jumped right uh, over that thing. Oh. <laughs> however i will say that it not happened but would be accurate that i probably would try to go over by wire fence to save puppies from a burning building but reality would be i'd probably get stuck in said fence <laughs> and yes we we are on um well i guess with that what what do you guys think do you think canada has a free press or do you do you trust the media or do you see people that are more independent, people that will give your opinion or, or perspective on certain things? What do you guys think? What do you guys see? I would, I would, I want to hear. So, um, I guess with with that, while while the comments are coming in, we are a live show Monday to Thursday. Typically, we're hoping next week we, sh I think we're Wednesday. We are not here. No, it's actually going to, unfortunately, next week, um, I have a funeral to go to. My Baba has passed away and I have to go out of town. So Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday, we will not be here. Um, however, I should be back for us to do Thursday. And then depending what kind of craziness is going on in the world, maybe we'll, we'll throw in an extra one on a Friday. All right. So. So yeah, we are typically Monday to Thursday, 8.30-ish. If we're on time, it's <laughs> fucking cold day in hell. I promise you that. Um, but let's get to some of your comments. So this was from Datmofo. So the way the convoy and the pandemic, I 100% agree, was portrayed in the uh, corporate media is why I no longer watch any of those news outlets. 100%. That, that, I think yes. a lot of people were woken up to that same thing. Where we had streaming. I brought up, I constantly bring up Viva Fry, Ottawa, um, what was it, Tire Roasters Garage, all this type of stuff. Yeah. People like, that... Okay, we're on the ground. There, there. Oh my God, I just hit puberty. I am so sorry. Oh, I like girls. <laughs> <laughs> Voice crack much? Oh my God, I didn't know you could do puberty in your 30s. Shit. Uh, I'm a light bloomer. <laughs> but... I, I think a lot of people were woken up to that. And when you, we had news articles, remember the, the whole Coots thing? Yeah, a yeah. house 
completely detached, completely unrelated to the Freedom Convoy where they seized guns, where they sabotaged farm equipment, and a lawsuit mm-hmm. is going through uh, against the RCMP for their destruction of property for destroying that about $150,000 worth of equipment. Oh, yeah, they fucked those tractors up. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, they they cut lines. They fucking put sand in place. They just, the $130,000 pieces of equipment, gone. Garbage. Yep. To do it was an app. Idiots. I wouldn't, I couldn't even, I, I don't know, you know, I, I'm just going to say like, if my boss told me I had to go and do that, I'd be like, yeah, all right. But I wouldn't fucking do it. I, I wouldn't do it. And if I was pressured to actually do it, I'd be like, I quit. Sorry. I, I'm not going to do that to somebody. So, well, look at when, like with the, with the pianist, you know, I, I know that's yeah. not, well, it is, it is a true story, but what was it? I would rather be on the side with, with money and security and and food i would rather be that side than on the side of if you don't do this you will become that yeah we will ensure that you will suffer just like all those dirty jews there yeah that's fucking take that out of context like, <laughs> i think like it's in the god in that movie i gotta say the german soldier that one that one part yeah it's, uh, yeah. I was like, that is me right there. Like, okay, I'm not, you know what I'm saying? I'm not a Nazi, but the way that he treated this guy and actually helped protect somebody who was technically on the enemy side was, it was heartwarming. Like I was like that, that's the type of person that I would be. And he was somebody who was in a high authority too. He wasn't yeah. just a soldier. Like he was one of the commanders. So, yeah, it was it was quite nice. But um, also with the with the comments that we have here, the next one that we had was from Lux Unique. She said that I don't trust the media at all. Um, And then Alice Beebe said, absolutely do not trust the media. And they faked the moon landing. Uh, Detmovo said, I, I, Friday. I, I, <laughs> I can I can kind of agree with that because, yes, they did fake some of the photos. But <laughs> I think I think. I think humans went to the moon. Now, do they have uh, a base on the on the dark side of the moon? I don't know. Maybe. But <laughs> Maybe. It's, it's cool to speculate. It's cool to speculate. Indeed. It's like 9-11 was, was an inside job. Uh, that, I, that's, that's the one conspiracy that I have. That, that is the one I, I hold on to. 9-11. Well, it was an inside job. All right, so let me get your tinfoil hat on, motherfucker. <laughs> I know. I was just like, I still need to make that tinfoil crown. I keep talking Saudi, about Saudi nationals who were funded by Saudi Arabia to fly these planes. They had training missions. We have documents. The BBC had reported on this. They had documents from Saudi Arabia funding these uh, Saudi nationals to take these planes and fly them into buildings. They learned how to. Go after Afghanistan. Go after our... What do you mean? <laughs> Why would you go after Afghanistan when the motherfuckers are in Saudi Arabia? I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, and actually, to a comment that we had earlier when we were talking about um, going to the top of the hill and putting your flag. So Lux Unique had um, reminded me, yes, it was called King of the Hill, but... So that's what the game was called. But she had said that apparently you're not allowed to play it anymore 
Where was it here? Apparently kids no longer play that because it's too dangerous. Why is it too dangerous? I need to know this. I, I think she's being a little, I assume, I, I think they're being a little hyperbolic. I hope so because... Jesus Christ. But to be honest, that really wouldn't surprise me in the slightest. <laughs> 9-11 was an inside job. Yeah, 100%. I, I 100% agree with that too. It took me a minute there because it says nine one one, And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> All right, so I think with that, everyone that tuned in, everyone that commented, I thank you so much for everyone tuning in. I'm sorry that the we've been a little bit spotty. It's been a, uh, yeah, Building 7. It looks like a controlled demolition, mm-hmm. just saying. But I appreciate every single one of you. If you are new here, hit that follow button. We have a bunch of stuff coming. We have a lot of stuff that we're working on, things that we're we're trying to piece together and want to get it right. I want to be happy with it before I I put it or well, I should say we put it out there. But um, we want to make things so, look better for you guys. So thank you everyone for tuning in. We will be back. What's today? Wednesday. We will be back tomorrow. Um, and I think with that, I'm gonna go rub my nipples in painter's tape. Oh my God. Okay. So no, Luxie Nick just answered before, before we peace out. So because they used to play it on snow hills and they were too dangerous. I do remember playing that in the winter time, but you know what? Kids are allowed to fall down and go boom. You know, they're, they're pretty buoyant and resilient. That's, that's allowed. It's funny. You're not allowed to play King of the Hill because the snow, you know, going down the hill is a little too dangerous, but yet let's teach you about sex. Anyway, before we end up going back into all that shit. Um, yes. So we'll be back on again tomorrow. 8.30 central time is generally when we're when we're on. Unless I'm running a little bit late. Or I think one, one, 1% of the time it's him being late. But thank you so much for everybody tuning in. If you are returning, thank you so much. If you're new here. Hi, hello, welcome. Don't forget to hit the little subscribe button underneath us. And again, Thank you so much, Alice. That means so much to us. We will catch you guys again tomorrow. Be kind to one another and uh, we out.